Hello, welcome back to We Only Talk Books podcast. First of all, we wish you a very happy new year. Hope you wonderful bibliophiles have had an excellent start to your reading. Reading allows us to travel without moving our feet. Through books, we've been to the streets of many cities around the world. But there are also other worlds. Worlds we might enter through a cupboard or through an out-of-order phone booth. Worlds where changes happen with words. Yes, today we are going to talk about fantasy fiction. Spells, potions, magical creatures, objects, spirits. So much to get into. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That is the first fantasy fiction I remember reading. I saw it in the library. Some place where I usually don't look. And it was a very, it was a fiction that many of my classmates were reading and raving about. I didn't know what it was. And at the first opportunity, I just took up the book. A story about a school of young girls and boys in intra-school competitions. If not for magic, it might have been any other school. And I think that's what I loved about the series first. It was the third book in the series. And I didn't even know that. So once I knew, I went back to the first book, The Philosopher's Stone. And I came to know the backstory of Harry Potter. And that even further interested me. And I slowly began reading the series to the extent that I stood in line at 6 a.m. in the library to get the copy of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix later on. And after I finished reading the series, I wanted to know more about fantasy fictions. I picked up other books like The Hobbit, like The Lord of the Rings, and others. This is where my fantasy fiction journey got started. Happy New Year, everybody. My story is similar to that of Leo's and so many other readers across the globe. Uh, I too was enchanted by the fantasy genre thanks to Harry Potter series. However, it was not the first book, fantasy book that I had read. My first fantasy experience, fantasy experience came from a book called Shadow of the Dark Queen by Raymond Feast. Uh, I read it somewhere uh, back in 2000, 2001, when I was in class 10-11. For some reason, I did not enjoy the book as much and the book did not entice me further. And I, th- that's one of the reasons I even avoided reading Harry Potter till it was quite late. Because I used to think this magic and dragons and everything are just for kids. And then again, I stumbled across Harry Potter and rest is, as they say, history. So, I can mention that, of course, Harry Potter was one of the very earliest books which I would have picked up uh, in the fantasy fiction genre. But... uh, at that time, I did not treat Harry Potter like that. I treated Harry Potter more as a, uh, you know, middle grade children's book or a YA kind of thing. Uh, that is what interest, uh, attracted me to Harry Potter. But the first book which actually showed me what a fantasy fiction is and which really, really interested me was the Trudy Canvan books. Like I first picked up 
uh, the Black Magician trilogy, book one, which is the Magician's Guild by Trudy Canvan out of a Strand bookstore in Bangalore. And at that time, I had no clue that this book would lead me to finish the whole series, then finish another series by Trudy Canvan. And uh, so far, I have finished almost nine books written by Trudy Canvan, and I'm like a true fan of uh, the books. So that is was my introduction to fantasy fiction. Uh, and what interested me with the Black Magician trilogy was, uh, it, it, it is again set up in a magical school, and uh, there is a girl which is who is picked up from the streets and she's uh, brought to the school to be uh, trained as uh, as uh, under these magicians so that was something uh, which was very interesting for me uh, that the whole world building was something which was which which uh, completely uh, engrossed me in the book and i finished it like really fast i remember buying all these books and then they were not cheap that time. So I bought all the nine books one after another. Uh, and I finished it almost in a span of a year. I think I finished all the uh, trilogies. So that was my I actually love. I actually love Trudy Karaman too. And even I started with the Black Magician trilogy. And I remember that the, I got the first book from Blossoms uh, in Bangalore. And within a span of one week, I had all the three books and I had finished the trilogy because I loved it so much. And of course, I can like totally imagine. Like you, I went on to read the other series as well. And as soon as I could get my hands on the physical copies, I actually waited for the physical co to get my hands on the physical copies. I didn't try and get the e-books because I loved them so much. Mm. Wow. Would this series be something you both would recommend to me because I have not read it yes. at all? Yes, without doubt. Uh, definitely, yes. Uh, all the all the series that uh, that has been written by Trudy Canvan, starting from the uh, the Black Magician trilogy, and then the uh, actually my favorite one is the um, Age of Five trilogy. That is my favorite, uh, but both of them are like really good. Okay, so as uh, as with our podcast uh, series has been added to my tbr now yes yes and i just realized that there is another series which i have which i completely missed so i think i would be picking up <laughs> picking up that that also by today can when i i don't know how i missed the latest one of her work okay so when while we are talking about uh, this uh um something which 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 made a lot of people curious is like what is what makes a good fantasy fiction uh, book or series for you like why are people so attracted to fantasy fiction and i i i keep uh, getting this question from a lot of people because i read a lot of fantasy fiction uh, obviously as when i started the podcast uh, we know that fantasy fiction is about uh, the magic it's about potions it's about charms it is it is about uh, you know uh, magic happening in uh, weird places or uh, you know giving hope to a lot of uh, bleak things in in the world where it is set up uh, but what makes for a really really good fantasy fiction for me is basically the world the amazing world building that some of the book has uh, whether it is uh, it is a very dark uh, world or very uh, complex uh, hierarchical status in some of the books or it is very very uh, you know magnificent uh, the forest 
the the castles the palaces and the adventure uh, i think a lot of fantasy fiction which i personally uh, like has a feel of an adventure to it wherein the people travel from one kingdom to another kingdom or they are they're going after a certain treasure or a certain goal and that adventure and the hurdles they face is something which makes us which makes a fantasy fiction book very very uh, entertaining for me uh, it completely moves me to a different uh, plane to a different uh, uh, you know uh, place which does not exist uh, in the real and that is somewhere uh, that that is an escape that is an escape for me and i love that part of the fantasy fiction a lot mm. uh how, how how what what is your like uh, reason for the lacking the fantasy fiction i i think i agree with you in a lot of ways yes the world actually makes a lot of difference because hogwarts wouldn't be a big part of harry potter series otherwise no and what makes a fantasy fiction really come to life for me is the narration and magical narration is very important for uh, bringing that world which is created by the author to life it should be easy to imagine no? then only you are having that uh, world in your mind whether it is uh, 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 what do you say harry potter casting a charm at malfoy or uh, going into the dark forest or uh, what do you say the mountains in the hobbit so it's how the author puts across that word that makes it come to life and for me that makes a lot of difference when i can imagine the world happily in my head that uh, the flow goes from page to page very quickly and another thing what i feel makes a big difference in a fantasy fiction is uh, uh, something to build to so Uh, like harry potter i think many people by now would know it's going from uh, a hero who is trying to save uh, the magical world so when there's something to build up to i think the reader has a reason from going from book to book or from starting to finish that also makes a big difference these are two things which i felt in fantasy fiction makes it makes it interesting for me to the world setting is very important uh, because that's the one element uh, that can play can be played upon differently in this genre uh, like in fiction uh, like in crime fiction or any other genre you cannot play with the world setting as much because they are supposed to be in our reality while in fantasy Uh, the different elements where the world is set where uh, what are the elements in it like what are the animals or what are the magic everything is so flexible and there is so much to play with and i just love that because it sets my imagination free totally and uh, though yes to an extent uh, the narration does matter a lot but i like the places where uh, the author leaves something to our imagination as well like if they are explaining a animal an animal that is in the world that the book is set in i would like some freedom to imagine that animal in my own way and of course the uh, characters as in every book i love 
having strong characters and especially these days i'm looking at uh, characters where there are there's a shade of gray in the protagonist i love those that's about it in general about fantasy fiction it's always about how much it is charging my imagination but the thing about uh, fantasy is that most of these books come in series and i hate to wait for the next book to release in one year two years some authors are taking six seven years to release the next book and the pain is excruciating for me so i often feel like all fantasy books should be stand alone what about you guys do you prefer series or stand alones when it comes to fantasy fiction i share your pain dd uh, uh, i cannot uh... I I think I, right now I do not have the patience to wait for the next book uh, to come in a series. Uh, it is very hard for me to do that. Uh, plus I uh, plus I feel sad about the fact that if I have to wait for a book in a series, most of the times I do not even read the next part of the book. It just gets lost in the in in the books which are coming up. So today, if I have to pick up any uh, fantasy fiction, I I also prefer a standalone. or at the max i should know that the series has already ended or at least the last book is going to be released within uh, within a span of the next one year that is something uh, which i uh, prefer these days but earlier uh, frankly i have read series and i have read them like mad like i can remember i have read all the books of the marked series and i i have lost even count of whether it is seven books eight books or nine books but i read all of them and i waited for them to be released over the period of 2 to 3 years and i have done that i read the sword of truth series which was which is a 15 book series i have read six of them so yes i had huge patience to wait for those books and read that <laughs> but today i do not have that uh, time or the patience so i would want my stories to finish in a single setting or at least so, uh, the the books in a series should have uh, some sort of tangible ending wherein i can leave the book uh, uh, after reading one book or after reading two books i should have some satisfaction that okay i know uh, you know this happened it should not be it it should not be a really really bad bad cliffhanger wherein i said oh what happens next so something like that i would prefer i don't know to be honest whether i would prefer a standalone or a series because so far whatever i've read has been part of a series but i do get your pain when you say uh, there are authors who have been uh, not continuing a series after writing one book or maybe waiting making the reader wait 7 8 years for one book and i think you both would know who is that author which i'll talk about if i say i've been waiting it for waiting i mean waiting for that book for 5 6 7 years now it's part of a big series of course and it makes difficult reading because we don't know when the next book is coming out or if it is going to come out or anything and i only gone into the second book and becoming lazy to continue the series which i have because i don't know whether it will get a logical conclusion so that is one thing i am also becoming a bit hesitant to do now and even but when previously when i used to read i would read uh, continuously so i don't know 
and i really didn't care whether the next book is going to come out or not i would read it for that particular book on its own okay so now let's just come to the book that we have been reading along for this episode which is uh, the city of brass by s h chakraborty uh city of brass is set in 18th century cairo and our protagonist is nahari uh, nahari for nahari magic is what her skills are what helps her survive the streets of cairo but then one day she accidentally summons a jinn warrior and that changes her life forever as she discovers the world of devabad devabad is a city gilded with brass walls and houses six jinn tribes so once she discovers the unleashes the jinn warrior her life changes and this book is about her journey there on what i loved about this book was obviously the setting the potential that this book set for the series was amazing like there are six jinn tribes that brings in a lot of uh, contrast in within the walls of the city their lifestyle their opinions and the way they uh, what should i say treat each other and nari being uh herself amidst all the chaos that is the devabad world what guys what did you guys find most interesting about this book okay so uh, you know the mention of uh, a jinn warrior and uh, the cover and the city of devabad it kind of just hit the nostalgic spot for me because i went to the world of aladdin and that is that was my very first thought when i read the read about this book or i saw the cover or i started reading and the jinn appears i was just immediately you know uh, i thought of the uh, jinni in in the aladdin series and after that obviously it it has no relation to that it is completely a different thing but that somehow just warmed me up to reading this uh, story uh, overall impression i absolutely liked it i liked it a lot i think the world building in this book is amazingly done uh, we do get to see uh, i mean we get to see a uh, visualize the city we get to visualize the people in the city and all the politics that is happening in the uh, castle and the journey for nari from cairo to devabad also was Uh, amazingly done uh, it it is a huge book it is i, I think it is almost 500 plus pages book uh, but it did not feel very uh, hard to read uh, so overall i actually liked the book i am really happy that i picked up this book and i am going to pick up the second part very soon and i am very happy that the third part also is coming in this year so fingers crossed i will be able to complete this trilogy I think the first thing which I loved about the book is the cover. I have this very much uh, a fondness for good covers and this was just appealing to me right from the get go. And another thing what I did love was what like Praxi said it reminded me a bit of Aladdin the jinns and the genies and all that. I did love the travel of 
Nahri from Cairo to Devabad. That was a really exciting kind of journey with the, it gives that impression of what is to come. And the world building is amazing. Absolutely wonderful. But it, I think it requires a lot of patience because it's not something that I expected it will be. And other, unlike you two, I felt a little more difficult to read it, but maybe it was the time of the read as well. I'm not saying it's a bad book. It's a really nice book. But I didn't actually get into the world as much as I thought I would. And I would, I think I would love to reread it in 2020 so that I can remedy that. Maybe that second read actually will help me imagine it a little more better. Uh, so, going into the book, what did not work? for you guys. Is there anything that you felt did not work? For me, just for the sake of nitpicking this book, I would say the use of uh, slang. Though it, it wasn't as much as I've read in some other books. Just to nitpick, I'll point that out. Otherwise, I love this book completely. So I have a little uh, different opinion. I think I would have really liked uh, uh, the relationship between Dara and Ari to be a more thrashed out. I felt it very shallow. I did not really buy into their uh, relationship. Like I got that they they got uh, attracted to each other. They were bonded to each other because of their travel. But it just did not. Was uh, it was not convincing for me. So. That is something which I would definitely say that I did not work for me. And other than that, um, the, uh, the all the, the all the tribes and all the various uh, um, all the moving pieces of the politics of Devabad, they are a little uh, confusing for me in the beginning. Like I had to like reread some of the sections uh, again to understand, uh, you know, which person. Uh, belongs to which section of the society and what is his or his or her positioning there. It was a little difficult. As Vinay said, it was like uh, he found it difficult. For, for me, I had to reread those sections again. Uh, but uh, definitely Dara and Nahari's relationship is something which did not work for me in this book. Yeah, and I think I would uh, add on to that because when I read the relationship between Dara and Nahari at the start, especially on the journey from Cairo to uh, Devabad, it just felt like they were bickering for the sake of bickering, I could say. So that actually didn't make sense at that point itself. And another thing, what I already mentioned as part of my overall impression, it, I think it does need a little bit of patience because it's not completely magic from start to end or something like that. There are There is politics, there is different characters, there is, uh, big, uh, what do you say, inter-tribe relationships which are explored, all that... Uh, lot of threads which are uh, going around so it does need patience that is something which i felt off about the book and did not work but again a reread I, I think might help so i will definitely reread and then only give a review of it on my blog or on goodreads for now so who was your favorite uh, character i definitely would not pick uh, dara or nari uh, they were good characters 
but uh, if i have to pick a favorite character uh, in the book uh, very surprisingly i would pick uh, muntadhir i i absolutely liked uh, muntadhir's character who is the uh, prince of devabad and i i realized that you know he is not a main character in the book uh, because the main characters are uh, dara dari and ali but the way muntadhir is he was very consistent from the beginning to the end for me he was a very reliable very mature person and maturity something which i com- which completely lacked in ali and nari to a very very um, major part of the book and which i did, did not appreciate much so for me muntadhir was really good no matter what it was uh, what people thought about him like that he's a spoiled brat he's not really trained in uh, warfare or he's just interested in uh, drinking and women and all that thing but when it mattered he stood up when when it mattered to support ali when it mattered to understand politics when it mattered to be the diplomat person to be the prince he really stood up and he was consistent in every single scenario he was placed in so i really enjoyed reading about muntadhir yeah i'll also agree with that muntadhir was an interesting character for me as well but in the end i feel nahri stands out in this part at least for me what i loved about the characters in this book is like what i think ijatha mentioned earlier when talking about you know, parts of an interesting fantasy fiction each of the characters i think are having gray shades over here it's not like one will be uh, having only a positive character and having no flaws in them at all so for me right now my favorite character i will say is nahari but there are a lot of interesting characters muntadhir being one of them. Okay, I'm so siding with Prats over here uh, because I love the prince myself. So, I the thing about uh, the thing about Muntadir is the thing that end of the day he does stand up like Prats said. He does stand up and he takes on the responsibility and he uh, he reflects what. you know reflect what a protagonist should reflect from a book i liked nahari too but i guess i guess that nahari is going to grow over the series as being the protagonist as being the young one here as a uh, person who has just been thrown into a new world i think she has a scope of growing so yes i like nahari but she has a scope of growing i hope to see her grow over the trilogy but yes i loved montadhi too so didi i know for a fact that you have read the second book also so any thoughts on yes. the second part uh so it's it's consistent the series has been consistent so far that's all i would say so that you guys don't get any spoilers uh, some of my wishes from the end of uh, city of brass came true in book 2 and i cannot wait for book 3 to release that's all i'm going to say about book 2 for okay. now so okay so i'm immediately going to pick up the part 2 i was anyway planning to but it is good to uh, have your stamp of approval <laughs> before i started so i'm now i'm excited to pick up the second part also so on that note um I think we are done with the fantasy fiction uh, discussion. Um, 
before we close what are you guys currently reading or what are you planning to pick up next uh currently i started out the year reading comfort reads so i found this uh, uh what do you say a collection of illustrated fiction of stories like vikram beta lakba bibel tenali raman and all that and i loved reading that i have read five books already which is just each of them under 75 pages or so and i have another five books lined up in that same illustrated series so i think i'll complete that by tomorrow and one larger novel which i am looking forward to picking up is a pick called uh, the storyteller of marrakesh which has been in my shelf since 2013 but i have not been able to pick it up for reading so this is something which is set in morocco and i think that makes it makes for interesting reading for me as well so these are the things which i am have read and i'm looking forward to reading so i finished uh, the city of brass just uh, last night so that was that was my uh, uh, follow over from 2019 into 2020 and I, so that was the first book which, which i finished uh right now i am looking forward to read the starless sea by erin morgenstern which also i started last year i have done 10 to 15% of it as an audio and it is amazingly beautiful and i can't wait to get into that uh book probably starting tomorrow i would be reading the starless sea by erin morgenstern okay i am currently reading my Sixth book of the year, if you can believe it. It's intrigued by Andrew Grant. <laughs> so I've been on a mystery reading binge since the end of last year, and I've continued that uh, this year. So I'm currently reading Invisible by Andrew Grant, and I am actually looking forward to reading uh, Tommy Adjani's uh, Children of Virtue and Vengeance, the book two in Legacy of Orisha. I hope to. I've ordered it, so I'll. I hope to get to it as soon as I can get my hands on it. But just at the end of last year, I read an absolutely lovely romance. Is I usually don't read much of romance, uh, but this is one book that came. I came across on Goodreads and just wanted to read it, and I absolutely enjoyed. Was called the Flat Chairs. so if you guys are looking for romance you can just check it out and that is it about my current read and so much i think we are about uh, short on time also so let's close for tonight and next for our next uh, episode we are going to be talking about the best books that we have read in 2019 the three of us are still deciding on how many books we should map uh, each name because you know us so we'll try and give you the best scoop that we have read in 2019 next time till then follow us on twitter check out our blog and come back when we have our episodes up for best of 2019 thank you thanks bye everyone happy reading Yeah, happy reading. Bye, people.